Welcome to Getting Curious. This is Jonathan Van Ness, and I am really dying. I'm trying not to fangirl because when people fangirl on me, it weirds me out. But I can't help it with this week because we have Lizzo in the house. Um, oh my gosh! So Lizzo is a singer, songwriter, recording artist extraordinaire. Um, to start it off, I want to give you guys a little taste of just who we're working with. Uh, so I'm gonna do a little, two little musical numbers. The first is of one of my favorite little clips, and then the second one is from her new album, Coconut Oil. And we're gonna hit it. I do my hair toss, check my nails, baby. How you feeling? Hair toss, check my nails, baby. How you feeling? Uh, and then can we get the beginning 30 seconds of my skin? Learning to love yourself, like learning to love your body is like that whole journey that I feel like every person, but more specifically women, have to go through. So I feel like doing this is a good way to kind of break through and kind of seal the last chapter of the learning to love and just loving. Mm. Okay. So that, even though that's not technically like, well, it's like, it's spoken oh, word. You like that part. I do live, the, I live, I live for this part. I mean, I live for all of your music, but I, you know, and, and you say in that clip, it's like, uh, but more specifically women, and I'm not taking anything away from that because mm-hmm. yes, women and body issue, it's a thing. But also for gay men, it's like, I remember being five and watching a Bowflex commercial and saying to my dad, I was like, when am I going to have abdominals oh like God. that? Like, and like, and worrying about it and like mm-hmm. looking down at my stomach and thinking like, I don't look like them. And like, why don't I? And like, yeah. and so I've always struggled like with body things. And I love just the messages in your music that speak to loving how you are right here, right now, because yeah. it's fierce, honey. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, but, and I say specifically women, because I do want to include everyone. I'm like, everybody. But I can only speak for women because I am a woman. Yeah. But I, I got into, it was Victoria's Secret fashion time. And this was like a couple years ago. And I got into an argument with a man because I was like, women face, you know, so many. When are we going to have like, you know, fat girls walking on the runway at Victoria's Secret? And he was like, men go through a lot of body dysmorphia too. And we have a lot of pressure from media. And I was, I was like, you know, I'm not saying that you don't. But fill me in because this is a perspective I don't know, you know, and I mean, I think it's easier to say and see all of the, you know, stimulus that women have to deal with. But men definitely deal with it, too. I'm just trying to I'm learning. I want to learn y'all's perspective. I definitely think it's more like, well, first of all. I think women face it way harder, like way more intensely and way harder. And I mean, hands down. But I think it's more it's like. And not to, like, be like, oh, it's, like, for gay men. But I do feel like it's, like, gay men face it. Like, I, I think more over than, like, a straight guy. But mm-hmm. I think straight guys see it, too, obviously, mm-hmm. and, like, maybe feel it more internally, and they don't, like, vocalize it as much. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, in the world of, like, being a sexually active young gay man, like, looking a certain way is a thing. And you will hear about it if mm-hmm. you don't look a certain way. So mm-hmm. you really have to, like, you have to have, like, a thick skin to, like, be in the world as a is a gay man because like we they'll slice and dice you so it's every category of human that needs to be a bad bitch yeah like we all face it (laughs) it's that hard you it's the unachievable you know because you have to keep spending money and keep working on this and working on that and nothing's good enough like if you want to be a bad bitch look the media is gonna make it very hard and expensive for you (laughs) very hard what's your definition of a bad bitch you know that it's changed and i feel like it's the inside at this point because 
my business makes me a bad bitch. My relationships with my with my girlfriends, you know, the girls who work with me on the road makes me a bad bitch. The way that I take care of myself, you know, my independence, you know, and I think that doing all of that, you can see it on the outside, you know, and that I N Z she got yes. all she got all yes. you know what I'm saying? I'm like the boosties definition. Of a bad bitch. Yeah, but then also, mm-hmm. like, I love that you mentioned that it's, like, on the inside. Because, like, mm-hmm. it starts there. Because I think our culture is, like, way too obsessed with the outside. Totally. It's way too much about, like, how you look in seven lane. Like, recently I was talking to my therapist about it, and it's, like, I was having this hard time because it's, like, I'm trying to love myself. And not even just, like, the appearance. Like, I'm trying to, like, love the essence that is my soul. Mm-hmm. But I was, like, sometimes when I'm trying to do that, I, I look back at things that I've done people wrong on or, like, could have done better on or mm-hmm. things that I feel guilty over specifically with like the like the people that I've hurt like which I don't think there's like a a trove of people I've hurt but there's a few specifically in yeah. in in terms of like love relationships where I really looking back I'm like I did him dirty and I wish I could do that again mm. like not the dirty part but like I wish I could do it better yeah and it's hard for for me to forgive myself for some of those things and I but that's the like I have more of an internal issue with like approving of myself sometimes so I think that's like a level of maturity yeah totally like work honey my actually my um new year's resolution for the 2016 not this year but yeah. I looked back and one of them was Seymour Beaches buy lingerie for yourself and wear it for yourself coconut oil which I didn't even know I was going to put out an EP called coconut oil when I wrote that get and out it was crazy like it was just because I, I checked it on New Year's I was like what did I say last year and it said coconut oil I was like girl you was on to something you were but then one of the other ones is forgive yourself more and I think that people are way too hard on themselves and we got to realize the human experience is like an editing process like you're not going to come out perfect. You're not coming out the womb perfect. And a lot of things, actually, in, like, Christianity, it's taught you come out perfect and then the world makes you terrible. And, like, I really don't agree with that. I feel like you come out as a baby and you kind of start developing and creating that person that you want to be. And you're not going to be perfect all the time. But that's why you learn from that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things that I've been like, oh, my God, I'm such a terrible person. Like, that person hates me. I'm like, you know what? If you hate me, that's your problem. And I feel sorry for you. If I did something wrong to you, I apologize. But, like, life goes on. And you have to just continue to edit yourself. You know, because we're we're never there. Never there. So... I was watching. I was watching your Instagram story the other day, and because I follow oh you, oh my clo- god, I it's you, lit! I follow you closely on Instagram. I love you on Instagram. It's lit. I do. It's so lit. Uh, there'll be a link to this uh, to her Instagram on whatever episode, uh, whatever device you're listening to this episode on, so you can definitely follow her. It's worth it. So this thing happened. You were talking to some people on your Insta story, and you were like feeling convicted about mm-hmm. something you had said, and I was like, "Girl, you're like my most obsessed person. Like you, I can't imagine that there was like what it. So yeah. what was that about? What happened?" Man, I didn't even want to, like, get into it because I didn't want to make it a thing. But I definitely did something that was culturally disrespectful to indigenous people. Um, I, I, uh, I'll, I'll say it. Because and we don't even, and, and too, if it's a thing, we don't even have to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it, was, it was something that I was completely ignorant on. It was the way that I used sage, which is sacred to indigenous and native people tribes and the way that I used it was um perceived disrespectful to like in a, a lyric or like you were like saging your yeah, house yeah the way I was using the sage and you know oh my god enlighten me am I using it wrong no you're probably doing it right <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't if it don't got nothing to do with anything that's illegal <laughs> oh okay 
I got it. You're doing yeah. it right. But is it, it's not illegal in California anymore. Hey, come on now. Now come on. Come okay. on now. As a voice. I was just, my mom has restless leg syndrome mm-hmm. and she's had it for years. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mom, I I know it's like a thing in Illinois, but like, can you ever just have a Chiba Chew? Like, it'd be so good, yeah. you know? Oh my God. Because like, it would just, because it's like, it doesn't have the THC and it would just like relax your legs. Yo, I took a Chiba Chew in Denver. We were in these hot springs and I thought I was like, I get so paranoid. It made you paranoid? Because it started to rain, like, clouds started coming in and lightning, and I was like, we about to get electrocuted. With a Chiba Chew? (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. You weren't hallucinating the rain. It it was actually Yeah, it was actually raining. I was like, like, girl, I think you had a Chiba Chew with some acid in it, because i never be hallucinating of Chiba Chews. Look. Didn't it make you feel relaxed? Didn't it make you feel relaxed at all? I was relaxed at first, and then when, like, the lightning started coming in, I was like, we about to be frogs. Which you cannot do. You're too young. You got too much to give. Right. We cannot be doing that. Right, so I hopped up out and we and then it started pouring down rain oh my god it was such a weird experience Girl. shout okay. out to chiba chews Get the, uh, i still wish my mom would do it i want to r- rewind where are yes. you from man i'm born in detroit born in detroit and i'm a midwesterner too i'm from illinois here we go yes now. so anyway so you're born in detroit born in detroit and then when i was 10 years old i moved to houston okay um i grew up primarily in Houston and discovered music and started rapping in Houston and playing the flute and being in rock bands. Like, that was it. And then the last, like, you know, six or so years, like, after college, I moved to Minneapolis. Oh, my God. I went to hair school there. In Minneapolis? Yeah. I lived on 3rd and Franklin. I went to the Aveda Institute. Really? Do you know um, Mari Lene? She does my hair. I don't know, but, girl, your hair is amazing. I love it. She's hooking you up. It's late. Yes. No. It's it's laid up. (laughs) She's laid up. She's not late. She's laid up. She's She's a lady. She's perfect. Oh, I love that. (laughs) She is a lady. She's so regal and her waves. (laughs) She is, honey. I love her. Shout out to her. What's her Instagram? What's your hairdresser's Instagram? Um, Mari Linay. M-A-R-I-L-A-N-A-E. Her. Come on now. I tag her in all of my little postuses. I'll be like, look, uh, hair done by Mari Linay. We appreciate that, too. We yeah. appreciate that. When you have a following and you're doing someone's hair, when you're beating that hair up, give her some love. I <laughs> love that. She be in there, too. She like. in there. We're dying. She I, da- she, I made her, you know, if she didn't know much about, you know, uh, well, she, she knew a little bit about, like, the texture of black hair, but I got her into the wigs and the weaves. Yes. <laughs> Honey, like, you have to. And the edges. I was uh, like, you go ladies edges. I need see my edges. I, I feel it because like I'm very comfortable with weave. I can I'll I'll sew in an install. I will sew in a yes. track. I can braid my I can braid like yesterday, but I have an issue with edges. Like I don't know. Like it's like cause like mm. I, I try to like lay the strips down on it. <laughs> like I don't know how to make it because like like the way I blow dry like to like, get all this all smooth. Yeah. Then the edges are always like Yeah, <sighs> you there needs to be an entire like collar course on, on edges, edges. like yeah. straight up yeah because i really like i i, I need mm. edge work so but anyway so <laughs> then, so you so then you're in minneapolis but now mm. you live here don't you i'm back and forth but i have an apartment here in a house in minneapolis yes, yes. she is i-n-d-e-p-e-n-d-e-p-e-n-d-e-p-e-n-d-e-p-e-n-d-e-p-e-n-d-e-p-e-n-d-e-p-e-n-d-e-p-e-n-d-e-p-e-n-d-e-p-
that thing you do in Spanish. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. So anyway, I put out this EP, and it was like a sampler. So it had the single, which was good as hell, and phone. And then we threw, we sprinkled a little bit of other, you know, the songs I couldn't wait for the world to hear, like, excuse me, coconut oil, and... um, yeah, thank you. Yes. Worship, yes. which I am Love. obsessed with. So I I just wanted, we had all of these songs, and I was like, yo, like everybody's wondering what I'm doing now. Let's just put these out. Atlantic was on board, and I actually uh, like it more. It's like less pressure. Yeah. And then you're just like being like a little bit more in people's faces all the time. Yeah. It's not like my album, and then I have to take two years off, and here's my next album. But like I'm like here, here's a little taste. Here's a little taste. I Get love to know that. Me. Yeah. Is this? Do you feel like this has been your most successful one? Yes. But they all are the most successful at that time. If that makes yeah, any yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Like they keep building. Yeah. And the beauty of it is like not one of them was like all of them made a wave in my career. And like Lizzo Bangers got me on Letterman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Big Girl Small World was like the album that got me on Atlantic. And Coconut so that's who oil. you're represented by. Yes, Atlantic. I'm on Atlantic Records. Wow. Yes. yes. Yeah. Represented by Nice Life. Shout out Ricky Reed. Yeah. But um and then Coconut Oil is the one that got me to the people. Like I feel like my music was like a secret. Like people would be like, Have you heard of Lizzo? Oh my God, yeah. Shh, keep it on the downloads. Take the Underground Railroad to her album. But when Coconut Oil came out, people are like, Oh my God, I'm sharing this with everybody. Yeah, like, because it's been on my Insta story like daily. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like I, it's my it's the jam like it's my it's my workout jam. It's my going to work jam. It's my coming from home work that's jam. Amazing. And but then I also I listen to a lot of NPR. But yeah, mm. it's like but I mean. She's been in there a lot. Mm-hmm. She's been in there a lot. I'm on NPR a lot too, so check oh me. Oh my god! I, mean, I don't know why they like me. <laughs> I, I love that. But do you listen to it? Like no. So where do you get your inspiration? Like when you well, a lot of your a lot of your music is about like self love. Some of it's like fun. Some of it's like kai like relational. Sure. Some of it's like relational. So, but where's like currently in your like artist brain? <clears throat> like, what are we creating? What are we thinking about? Well, the best songs are about love, right? And if you think about it of all time, like the great like Green Sleeves, like the songs that stand the test of time are always about love because that's like the biggest, most important emotion that humans have to create with. And when I I realized that, I was like, but I don't love none of these. <laughs> I don't love none of y'all. Like, I love myself. So I started writing these love songs to myself. And so my music is about love, but it's it's the self-love, which I think you could write about to the end of time. Like, you know, dudes come and go, break your heart, unbreak your heart, you know. And I think that I could never break my own heart, you know. Really? No. Oh, my God, I've broken my own heart so many really? times. Oh, my God, yes. You've done that to yours? Are you a Gemini? <laughs> No, I'm an Aries, but I definitely have, like, broken my heart. There's definitely been times, it's like what I was talking about earlier, like, things that, like, I just really wish that I could take back. Like, I really wish that I could, like, do over on that. Oh. Note, yeah, well, you just can't, you know, there's just refinements. She's an editing process. Oh, my God. But I, I feel guess like, that's my own perspective. I'd... No, I love that, though. I mean, that's, like, what makes us all beautiful and, like, different is that we all have, like, our own our yeah. own unique experience of, like, how we got here. Because someone, you know, that makes a lot of sense because someone once told me, like, treat yourself like the partner that you want to be and you know i feel like we are dating ourselves in a way our our like spiritual our consciousness and our body are always kind of dueling you know what i'm saying yes. and you know i feel like maybe i'm just a really good girlfriend to myself i love that <laughs> but you know what that also i mean be 
I think this is like one of my favorite things about I had this um this doctor, his name is Dr. Santakin, and he wrote this book called Your Brain on Love. Well, that's actually the audiobook, which is like a combination of his other two books, but he invented this type of therapy, which we had him on this podcast, and it was called well, the therapy is called the physiopsychological approach to couples therapy. Mm. So basically he says that like, you know, two fragmented people, like two people who are like not complete in, in and of themselves, like won't really link together to make a circle. You kind of have to have like two circle, like two independent, complete functioning bodies mm-hmm. that come together to make like a, you know, a link, mm-hmm. like as a secure functioning relationship. So if that's the goal, honeys, you're on the right track. So <laughs> I guess I am. You, are, you really are. We have to take a really quick break, like okay. two seconds. And we'll be right back with more and Lizzo and getting curious right after this. Hey guys, this is Adam Conover. You may know me from my true TV show, Adam Ruins Everything. Well, guess what? Now we're doing a podcast version right here on Maximum Fun. What we do is we take all the interesting, fascinating experts that we talk to for just a couple minutes on the show, and we sit with them for an entire podcast, really going deep and getting into the fascinating details of their work. Find Adam Ruins Everything wherever you get your podcasts or at MaximumFun.org. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we're the host of Rose Buddies. It's a podcast about the Bachelor family of products. We watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, it is garbage television, but we're the king and queen of this garbage pile. We're the raccoons in charge around here. So join us on Tuesdays. Because the TV show's on Mondays. And basically we'll recap what we saw and we'll just sort of scoop the garbage around us and make a little fort out of it. No viewing required. But it's it's a good TV show. What are you doing? <laughs> Welcome back to Getting Curious. This is Jonathan Van Ness. We've got Lizzo in the house. She is amazing. We were just talking about uh, love, inspiration. The best love songs of all time are written about love, usually. Best songs. Best songs. That's what I meant to say. I don't even know what word came out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, But where you really feel that from is like love for self. And then I was saying, like, I do feel like now I'm getting there more and more. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, in the last, like, few years, really, I feel like I've, like, come into, like, self-love and I've really, like, discovered, like, what is my highest self and what are, like, the parts of me that I want to work on. And I feel like my highest self is, like, evolved enough now to kind of be a container for all of those parts mm-hmm. um, in a calm enough loving way. So I think that's fab. Do you feel like your heart's been broken ever? Like, by, like, you've been brokenhearted by a man or by no. something? No, I've never had my heart broken by a man or I've had my heart broken by friends. I will say that I remember my best friend forever. We were best friends since like seventh grade. And then like years and years and years later, she was like, I don't think we should be friends anymore. Like, it's just a lot of because of some drama that was kind of not me. It was whatever i introduced her to someone who was drama uh-huh. <clears throat> we won't go into that because yeah. we don't even talk no more uh, yeah <laughs> but like she was like she was like it's just a lot going on and you don't even live here anymore blah 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 and i was like okay and i remember like i was just like oh and i cried so hard and my brother was like it's just a friend like why are you crying so hard and i was like because i love my friends like yeah. i do and my most important relationships are with my friends and in my family because they they build me up and I invest in them. Like, I don't invest in dudes. Like, I invest in all of my girlfriends and I invest in my family and I invest in myself. So that, when I put, like, music is my 
partner is my spouse is my boyfriend and i've been dating and it's so like cliche but i swear to god i've been saying that music is my boyfriend or my lover since i was 12 since i discovered the flute so when you have that when i'm already like truly already in love and then i have all of my relationships where i love and all of my musical relationships like it is no room for just a basic romantic yeah He's got to be flexible. He's got to be. A, he's got to be like. You got to be in my business plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love <laughs> you gotta that. You got to make me money. If I if love you that. Go, yeah, if you're gonna get in, there's a, like a lot of layers, yeah. and so I haven't had my heart broken, which is why I don't have any songs about that. Humanize was the closest thing I had to writing about love in in a romantic sense. Because okay, so P.S. You guys, we were just talking about the before we started recording, and we and I was like, I accidentally asked like my favorite question that I couldn't wait to ask like when we were actually recording which was what's your favorite song and it's my favorite well, favorite mm. song of hers and my, it's my favorite because mine is Humanized Humanized it's from Big Girl Small World which is the second one yourself because mm. I can say three albums even though one's an EP right yes you can yeah so it's from <laughs> your second album Big Girl mm-hmm. Small World and um I just love that song, but what are the lyrics? It's like it's like I tried to try like to see the world through human eyes. So humanize yeah. me, baby, yeah. And that was the closest thing I was observing. That song is about three romantic relationships that I've observed, and like guys hate me because I'm <laughs> I'm very like a computer. I'm very like scientific like everything is like oh well you're just experiencing some dopamine or you know yes, what i'm saying yes, like yes, yes, yes. i'm just very like i don't leave anything up to whimsy in that right, area right so you're and like, oh, i'm like, just tripping on you because like i i got some serotonin going on right yeah. now because you make me feel some kind of way it's exactly. like because i actually feel like this about right. you and it's like yeah, but, oh you've been thinking about me all the time it's because your brain likes the feeling of that chemical that gets released when i'm around and so it's nature versus nurture it's like it's like the brain makes that chemical when you're sprung on someone new so that you will come back so that you will diddle so that you will make babies hello and then and then your brain goes into withdrawal when that person goes away because you've just been making all the serotonin when they were around you stan taught me about that from that mm-hmm. thing that's okay so when that's that's my philosophy. Like but that's, that's true. why I don't get sprung, but I and I have to explain this to people. And but you don't enjoy that trip. Like you don't enjoy that. Like I like that chemical my it. brain makes. I get it on stage and I get it when I sing. And oh I get it when I yeah, write. I love that. So yeah. that music really is your like, man. That's what I'm saying. You don't need a man to make you feel good. Come on, now. yes, honey, yes. I, love I really that. don't. So so humanized was about observing these relationships and trying to understand them through an act like through humanized actually, and not my like cold, very like you know right uh, scientific like, right oh my process. god and, i love yeah. so that was you trying to see the world with human eyes like straight up yeah oh my yeah. God. i love your play on words that is so smart <laughs> thank oh you oh my god it is That's like, so like when you write when because like i mean you do rap but you also sing you do it all yes i, mean, I do i started off as a rapper like can you believe it <laughs> But you, but I mean, and I mean, I love your rap. So I also love your voice. Thank you. Like I love when you sing. So like, what time? Like, is it all? Di- this is like such a weird question, but is it all different times of day when you write it, or is, do you normally find you like write stuff at night or in the morning? Like, what are you most creative? I'm the most creative late at night and really early in the morning, if that makes sense. Like, then when they all bleed into one kind they of those all hours, do because it or like the idea of like at night, I'll just like I can't sleep, and then I just get 
the ideas out or like as soon as I wake up I'm like oh my god and I just like start pouring yeah but when I try to be creative it just never works it's so weird but but um when I'm in the studio with Ricky it's always at like 11 a.m to like it's like office hours okay so now Ricky <laughs> so because you you've referred to him twice yes so, so that's your pro- he executive produced coconut oil and he um essentially signs me to atlantic through his imprint nice life and he's nominated for producer of the year at the grammys i'm so proud of him and he but what does that look like 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 so you're like so like ricky i have this idea for this song coconut oil yeah and then you go into the studio and you guys like kind of and he's like well i think like this beat or something yeah well he plays live for me like Sometimes he'll be like, this is already a beat, but that I think only happened with Good As Hell. And that was literally just piano, like a piano line that he had already written a while ago. But he'll like be like, all right, come on. And he'll sit there and like, you know, diddle around or like get on the piano. And then he'll be like, how does this make you feel? And I kind of sit there for a while because I'm like hopped up on coffee and I'm like, like because I don't ever drink coffee except for when I'm in the studio because I'm crazy and I'm like, I need it to be functional. Yeah. And so (laughs) I'm like sitting there and I'm just writing all of these things down and I'll be like, what if I said this? And what if I said that? And he's like, okay. And then I just keep throwing the pasta at the wall till one of them stick and then when that sticks we go off of that and he's such a brilliant songwriter himself and I feel like he I can write the headiest like if you listen to Lizzo Bangers it's just rapping fast all these you know pop culture references all of these paradiddles and I can write like a Tolkien novel (laughs) for a rap verse. And he takes that and he kind of sifts through it. And he'll be like, this is like the core of what you're trying to say. Or this is like the unicorn hair, you know, and all of the, you know, the pile of hay. So does that ever make you mad? Like, yes! you're like, like, you edited it too much. Like you took out all my words. Yo, sometimes I swear to God, (laughs) we will sit on one song for hours and I'm like bro like I swear to God let's just say this line and he'll be like oh and then hours and hours and hours have passed and at the end of it he'll be like okay let's just say this line and it's the line that's I love that. <laughs> but it's worth it. Like, I feel like you have to go through the whole process and you have to, the process of elimination. It's like, okay, do I want to say excuse me while I feel myself? Because excuse me took forever. Why? <laughs> because excuse me was that's called. Like, that's, my, that's one of my favorites. I Actually, I, I, like, I, like <laughs> this it's impossible for coconut oil because they're all my favorite. <laughs> and that's all yeah, I feel. Yeah. But it just s- depends on like what you're going through. Excuse me, right? Excuse yeah. me was called, oh my God, it's me. And, like, it was just that. And it oh, was like, like when you looked in the mirror, oh, yeah, my God, it was it's like, me? oh, my God, it's me. It was, like, flashy. Yeah. And we didn't have this, um, excuse me, well, I feel that big chorus. And I was like, I don't know. I don't like this song because it's just too, like, braggy. It's like, well, I'm Gucci, you yeah. know, Prada. And so um, we, came, we revisited it, like, weeks later. And we were writing, and I was like, why don't we just say excuse me while I feel myself? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is an example of how it will go. But we have to go through the whole thing. Like, what if it was like, I ain't feeling no one else, so pardon me. Like, <laughs> Or what if it's a, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, feeling myself. Just have to go through the whole thing, the process of a limonation until you come back to, excuse me, while I feel myself. That's the first thing we thought of. It's the most natural. All those other things suck. Let's go with it. But it can be the most frustrating 
process in the world. But that's what makes great music, I'm realizing. It does. And, like, when I write stuff, I feel like I was just working on something with my friend the other week, and he was, like, really making me do, like, a whole brainstorm thing. And when I re- when I get pushed, like, in the really, like, brainstorm, like, that, when it's like, well, like, after a while, you're like, it's hard for me to, like, my critical part, like, it's hard to get him to calm down. Like, because it's like, sometimes, like, I don't want to do that. Like, it, it was good, like, an hour ago. No. But it's like, but it's, but it's like exactly what you're saying is to like, kind of keep the faith and, like, keep pushing through it. Because mm-hmm. if you can get, like, it does garner the sweetest fruit. Yeah. If you can, like, get to the bottom. Okay. So then this other really exciting thing happened to you in 2016. Rolling Stone named your album one of the top 20 albums of the yeah. year, which was. What was that day like? Was that, like, super exciting? Was that, like, were you like, oh, that's just, like, a little bit of press? Or was that, like, a huge deal for you? Is it, like, it's so hard to I live in like a weird world like it's so hard to know what to be excited about anymore because my head is in the weeds and we're like whacking always you know what I'm saying so when things like that happen you you whacking through the weeds and you find like this flower you're like oh my god it's a flower do I keep going through the weeds or do I stop and smell this rose I hope and you smelled it I did I smelled it I was excited I was like y'all like I think this is a big deal I don't think this is just like a cool tweet like they said out of all of the albums that have come out this year which it was a great year for music I put out a EP and it made the list of albums and that for me I was like let's go into 2017 like I know that was like you get little confirmations that you're doing the right thing and you need those because a lot of the times I'll lose confidence and be like what am I doing why am I here but that was like a huge boost into the new year that I really really needed but I don't know. It was, it was a big deal. I, mean, I was excited. And was a seat at the a seat at the table was on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you were next to Solange. Like I know. that's like that on, actually now. means that like I've almost met Solange like three like through three steps of like elimination, honey. Yes, yes. I have two shows with Solange this year, and I I don't know if I'm gonna meet her or see her, but I will. Can't you get? Can't there has to be some strings look, you can pull from where you sit to make this happen? If I have to like put a curtain on and stand on the wall and pretend to, be, no. pretend to be the wall and be like, oh, hey, just... <laughs> Girl, no. But we're playing Essence Fest and she's playing Essence Fest, so I will see her and then we're both playing in Houston together for the Super Bowl. Because you guys are both like, had a Houston... Well, she's... Yep. From, yeah, I mean, you guys are really kind of like, got like marinated in the same like musical potion. We got like, marinated in the same yes. yes. And so we're playing with Robert Glasper. It's just the three of us and we're all... Robert Glasper... We're for sure going to meet her there. Went to my high school. Yeah. No, so, wait, I... Why don't I... I, I like I was shaking my head because I was like, uh huh. Uh-huh. I know he's a jazz musician. He's a jazz musician. Yeah. We love him, mm-hmm. and he fuses jazz and hip hop, and he's very very dope. What, okay, so three people that like we maybe don't know that we should know about, like that you're obsessed with. Um, Dizzy Faye, who's been opening up for me on tour. She is 18 years old, and she produces her own tracks. She's trippy. If you like FKA Twigs or Bjork, you will love her. Two other people that y'all might not know about that I know about. Well, we just had the one. The jazz guy can count as one. What was Robert his name Glasper. one more time? Robert Glassberg. Check it out. <laughs> and um, It can also be two of two feels complete. Sophia Aris Ooh, is yes. my DJ, and okay. she just dropped her first ever project. It's self-titled, so it's called Sophia Aris, and you should check that out. She also opens for me on tour. She's my DJ and my hype girl, and she's been she's been down for me since the beginning. Uh, okay, so all my episodes are thirty minutes, which at this current juncture makes me want to like find a window and jump out of it because I could stay here and talk to you for like this happens uh, like, every time I do a podcast. Like, I could like talk to you for. Well, can will you ever come back someday? Can we? I have will. Yeah, I haven't had a repeat guest yet, but I 
would really, really like to have you come back mm-hmm. uh, and we can talk more because I wanted to talk more about like island beats because I'd be hearing island influences in your music. Oh, I wanted yeah. to hear, I wanted to ask you about your influences. I wanted to ask you about so many other things. The, <sighs> like there's like so many things, but you know, time is time. So, but uh, at this point in the podcast, I always say to my guests, it's like if you ever go to a yoga class, like at the end, the teacher will be like, if you really wanted to do something today, but I didn't teach that and you didn't get to say what you wanted to say or do the pose uh-huh. you wanted to say or do, like, did I miss anything? Like, is there anything that, that Lizzo needs to say right now to the children that, like, did I miss um, any, anything about life, anything about music, anything about body positivity, any, anything that you, anything? Oh, I mean, I think I said, I think I always say get it out in some way in conversation, but I would love to come back and talk. I I have so much more to say on just about any topic. You know, I love sharing my journey because it definitely was a journey of self-love and self-discovery. And now I'm in self-care, which is a whole other chapter. But um, the road to self-care is a hard one, but it's very rewarding. And my new music will be a reflection of that. Oh my God! I can't wait. Is it when? When the? When the? Can the children look for that? It's, it's coming this year. It's it coming is right? very soon. Because you be doing like once a year, honey. You're so yeah. busy. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for continuing to be just so creative and so inspirational and so uplifting and just so unapologetically yourself. And I could not be any bigger of a fan of it. Yay. And you. And also, you guys, if you want to list, if you want to follow Lizzo, which you should on her Instagram, on her Twitter at Lizzo Be Eating. That's L I Z Z O B E Eating. Fierce. It's my favorite, and so you really should follow her. And then her Twitter is is just Lizzo. It's just Lizzo at Lizzo. Follow her. Get mm-hmm. with it. It's everything is lit. There will be a link to that on whatever episode or on whatever device you're listening to this episode on. Uh, Getting Curious is produced by Christian Duenius and Laura Swisher and Max Fun and Jesse Thorne. We love you so much. Thank you so much for letting us uh, have Getting Curious here at Max Fun. And our theme music is Freak by Quinn. Thank you so much to her for letting us use it. And thank you guys so much for listening to Getting Curious. And if you have any questions or if you want to ask me anything, hashtag Getting Curious on Twitter. Leave us a review. We love you guys so much. And we'll catch you next time on Getting Curious. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.